Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through all May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down. Welcome back to another episode of Vancouver and Whistler Places, where we tell you about all the interesting places in and around Whistler and Vancouver and the whole area that you must not miss. As always, we've got uh, Dave and Graham, who are the authors of 111 Places in Vancouver and Whistler that you must not miss. So guys, what are we going to talk about today? Hello, Mike. Hello, Hello Dave. Hello, Graham. Hello, Mike. How are you? <laughs> hey, we're up to um, 80, 8,600 8, downloads. So we're doing yeah, good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, thank, thank you, listeners, for listening. Special we hit 10,000. That's a surprise. I haven't told Graham or Mike what we're going to do. Oh, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Mm, okay. I hope there's yeah, going to record the episode naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I hope Jim is involved, but now I'm <laughs> now I'm not so sure. Stay tuned for that. Ten thousand episodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you may know, uh, Mike, it is Black History Month. And so we thought, you know, maybe this is the episode, uh, maybe this is the time we should talk about uh, the chapter in our Vancouver book, which is called Fort Fortes Fountain. Um, let me just see if I know what... Uh, Joe Forte, Joe Fortes, yeah. yeah. Chapter 33, I was, just, I was just looking it up. In the Vancouver book, 111 Vancouver. Places, chapter 33, is a photograph, Graham's displaying it, of a beautiful fountain in Stanley Park, is that where it is? No, it's in Alexandra Park. So thanks for mentioning that because it's good to know where these places are. It's in Alexandra Park, 1755 Beach Avenue. And you know, one of the reasons that we included it is uh, going back, and we've talked about this a couple of times, sort of the mandate from the publisher is our books are not supposed to be the obvious places or the places that you would naturally think of. And when I found out about this fountain, I thought, yeah, to be honest, I, I had no memory of ever seeing it before. <laughs> Where is that? I mean, Alexander Park is, isn't it part of Stanley Park, Alexander Park? No, no. Where where is it? It's, uh, well, you know where the uh, big, uh, in English Bay, where the big uh, Nookshuk uh, sculpture is? Yes. Very close to that, like across the street. So down by the high rises on Beach Avenue, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Right, Okay. Yeah, oh gosh, I it, it, it's in that area, 1755 Beach Avenue. But this is why I wanted to put it in the book. A lot of Vancouverites know the story about Joe Fortes, but I think a lot of people would uh, probably have not seen this fountain. So it's it's no, kind of a neat, like little, it's not secret, but it's kind of a little secret place. And I also think it's kind of neat, you know, a public fountain. I don't know how many public fountains there are in Vancouver. It, it might be the only one. I, I can't think of uh, any of them. And I've never seen this one. This is one of those ones I've never heard of. I've never it's seen it. It's kind of a European either. thing, you know, to have a public fountain. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, you're talking about a drinking fountain. It's a drinking fountain. Yeah. Oh, when, really? you go, when you go jogging along Jericho, Spanish banks, and, you know, Locarno, there's, there's, oh, yeah, there's but those none of them are commemorating anything. No, they're just, just chucking concrete just with a little cap on it. This one yeah. is a beautiful piece of art. Yeah, it's a nice little piece of yeah. art. So that, and that's a neat thing. Can I? So I, I always thought it was Joe Forte's, but that's probably just me being incorrect on this. Well, but I, I agree with you. I mean, I think it's kind of in between. Forte's, Forte, you say potato, I say potato, you say Forte's, I first say Forte. I say Forte's, Joe Forte's, Forte's, Forte, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, it's uh, so for listeners, and uh, it always amazes me that we have listeners that uh, are actually not even in Canada. So um, for, for listeners from around the world who don't know the story, it's F-O-R-T-E-S. <laughs> and we're going with either Fortes and or... It's J-O-E. Is it J-O-E or J-O? J-O-E. Joe, actually, actually... <laughs> Joe. You know, now I'm, now I'm going to have to look like uh, Wikipedia or something, because I'm not sure that Joe is his actual real name. Or he, I, I think well, it was like... More anyway, importantly, tell us a bit about him, because he, he holds a special place in, in Vancouver history. He was a lifeguard. Wasn't he he does. He was, he was born in 1863 in Trinidad. Okay. And he came to Vancouver in 1855, but he came via Liverpool. I don't think a lot of people know that. Through Liverpool, was like like 17 England. Years, Liverpool, England. That's, a, that's so the opposite he, way. He went the wrong way. And right. <laughs> right. It's interesting. People say, yeah. oh, Joe Fortes, he came here from Trinidad. Yes, he did come here from Trinidad via Liverpool. So he left Trinidad. He went to Liverpool and at the age of 17, and he uh, got involved in competitive swimming. Um, he swam across the Mersey River. Okay. So, you know, the Mersey and Dave, you know the song. Oh, Ferry to the Mers, Ferry Across the Mersey. Yeah, yeah. The I, have no idea. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I want to say the Dave Clark Five might be Herman's Hermits. Yeah, well, it could matter. be Herman's Hermits. Yeah, yeah. Go anyway, on. That's like, so he was like very competitive at age seventeen. He's big into the swimming and everything. And I think he swam um, in other places in Europe. I think I think he went over to France and swam competitively as well. Anyway, he arrived in uh, for whatever reasons he decided that he would come to Vancouver. At age 23, he shows up in 1855, one year before Vancouver actually becomes a city. 1855. I mean, that's it's like, so it's long like ago. a population of Vancouver is like a thousand. Wow. So one of the first thousand non-Indigenous people to, to uh, be resident here. Um, and he sets up business. He runs a shoe stand. He's a bartender. He does some other things. Um, and he volunteers as a lifeguard. Because he's like all about swimming. Guy loves swimming. He's really good at it too. So he volunteers down English Bay as a lifeguard. And then in 1897, the city says, you know what? Um, you're so good at this. Um, you're now the lifeguard, capital T, capital L. You're the lifeguard. And he actually, and it actually becomes a paid job. He's Van the city of Vancouver's first official lifeguard. And he saved somebody's life, didn't he? Didn't he? I think well, he this is where it gets kind of crazy. Like officially, he's credited with saving 29 lives. Good but, gosh. But wow. some say like a hundred. Wow. But you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what it means to save a life if you're a lifeguard. It means like somebody was dead and you brought them back to life, or they were just in trouble. And if they had been in trouble a little bit longer, they may have drowned. I mean, I don't know. What either, counts as, as life either saved. or that's more lives than I've said. 30 to 100 or so people, he you know, in a, some fashion, probably of their lives to the yeah. guy. Yeah. He didn't, he, he seemed like a big, large guy. He didn't look that fit. a big guy. Yeah. Like the he, picture, he, maybe he was incredibly fit, but the pictures I've seen of him, like he's a huge, really imposing stature. Yeah. Yeah. He looks very impressive. Like yeah. even you know, I'm imagining like a TV show or a movie about the guy. It would be like a, a very dominating kind of 
feature. But I think his personality was equally as large because from what I can tell, he was uh, universally beloved. He was made a special police constable oh. at some point uh, as well, which is kind of cool. And when he died- um, What year, Graham? In 1922. 1922. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was uh, probably the largest funeral service the city had ever seen. Huge, yeah. must, huge, huge service. Must have been an amazing personality and been just charismatic. And then and this fountain was built. It's not just the city that said, oh, let's put up a memorial fountain. It was the citizens that uh, got together well, and said, well, hey, get everybody, you got a five bucks or you got a dollar, you got a dime or whatever, let's put it under the fund and we will hire uh, Charles um, Marega. Marega, Marega? the sculptor to design this. He's the same guy that did the uh, lions on the lions. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the so, concrete. So it's so. like a piece of art as well as being a fountain. And it's a tribute to uh, one of the great personalities of uh, early Vancouver. Oh, so that's so cool to know. The guy that the, the, the craftsman, the artist that did the lions and the lions gate bridge also did the Joe Forte fountain. Yeah. And what was the name of the park again on beach Avenue? Alexandra. Alexandra uh, park. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. That's very. I, I learned something. Yeah, and they put him on the uh, Joe. Joe. They put him on the. Uh, made a stamp of him in uh, oh, 2013 cool. Canada yeah. Post. That you can you can get a. If you can't see the uh, fountain, you can buy the stamp. Presumably. And when did they build the um, the statue or not the statue the fountain? 1927. Oh, so okay. So that's it's coming up to being a hundred years old itself. Yeah, that's a good point, Dave. There should be some kind of uh, there should be a, a celebration there. Yeah, in 2027, 20, yeah. uh, we should uh, make a note. That's gotta be seven. We'll go to my bring forward, forward file. It's got to be one yeah, of the older things in file. Vancouver, to be honest with you. There's not that many things that are near. No, anything that's a hundred years old in Vancouver is old, and in London that would just be a kind of happened yesterday. But Vancouver, a hundred years old, is old. That's yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, so it's kind of cool. Do you guys, you guys know what I'm going to ask? So I'm, I got Sam. a final thought. You can say, right. um, I, I hate to say it, but I think that most Vancouverites would become familiar with the name and him through the restaurant on Thurlow Street called Joe Forte. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I, where I would have picked up the pronunciation right or wrong because they used to do advertising in the 80s and 90s. And it opened in 1985. And it was the spot, man. I mean, that was a different era. That was before. The Cactus Clubs or Earls or Milestones, you know, you didn't have that many restaurants like that. And at the time, it was overwhelmingly chic and hip and great food. That's where you went to impress people for business lunches or if you had an important date for dinner. 1984, Joe Forte's. And it's still, you know, I drove by there the other day. It still seems to be, um, you know, doing really well. It's just, it's caught on. It's a very, very popular Vancouver restaurant. And and when you go there, he'd be on the menu and there'd be um, photos of him and there'd be a tribute to him and it, he'd be recognized. Um, yeah, yeah, Joe Forte's is a great restaurant on Thurlow Street. You've been there, Mike? I've never been, but I've gone by a million times. And I always did know it was like, uh, I, I still know it is like a place to to go. It's supposed to be a great restaurant. I just yeah, haven't made place. it. I got to go. Great restaurant. Time. Have you, been, have you been going to Joe Fortes? Uh, no, I haven't. I've been by it a thousand times. Um, and yeah. they've got like an old taxi parked outside, right? Yeah, they quite? do. And it's two stories and it's great yeah. food. And it's, uh, it's, it's been around forever since 85. Yeah. So uh, final thought for me, uh, Mike, is um, you know what else is right near this? In addition to the Nookshook that I think most people would know, is uh, Bard, uh, sorry, Barge Chilling 
Sterling Beach. Ah, so love the barge. Love that barge. is stuck. Yeah, beach. excellent, excellent final thought. That's got to be like a three-minute walk away, a five-minute walk. It's I, it's right in that neighborhood. I just right. noted, it, and you can't miss it. That's a hard one to miss for sure. That's a hard one to miss. Yeah, yeah. I did see look, the other. There, look for the been, barge. Yeah, yeah. Look for the giant barge. There's been a lot by the of time things. this by the time this episode runs, which should be sometime in February, the barge could be gone. We gotta be careful. Oh no, let's not talk about that. We gotta think positive. We have to think positive. Yeah, the barge. The barge lives there now. Um, (laughs) I saw New York Times. No, continuing on our our barge conversations. I've seen a New York Times article about the barge. I saw the article in the New York Uh, Times. I saw recently the other day that Lego has created a special uh, barge thing. I don't know what's. I don't know, but they've created a barge about it, or they've created a Lego thing about it. Someone's gotten married or engaged near the barge. Uh, It's continuing on. Oh, I saw so throw back to uh, I don't know if we talked about this one actually but on um uh on January 1st when they usually do the polar bear dip right around English Bay where the barge is uh someone dressed up like the barge uh so the two of them ran in <laughs> together dressed up as the barge yeah. it's really brought yeah. the city together I think it's yeah. a real win um I had a final thought and I've completely forgotten what that is now now that we've talked about the barge and I've gotten <laughs> distracted, barge so distracted by the I've barge. Got barge distracted and I'm completely fine barge with that. brain that's what it's called now <laughs> so go check out uh so head down to uh 1755 beach avenue um check out the barge check out a bunch of other things um oh my quite my final thought was going to be i wonder if uh joe fortes was because he said he was a bartender i wonder if he ever he has a special drink at joe fortes i think that'd be a great one that'd be an interesting throwback but uh head down to 1755 beach avenue check out the um commemorative uh, water fountain for a very, uh, a very important person in uh, Vancouver history, apparently. And then if you want to finish it up, go to George Fortes afterward. But um, like I say, uh, and Graham mentioned at the beginning, we have uh, uh, we have listeners all over the world. So we always want to thank you guys for coming back and continuing to listen and uh, make sure to tell your friends uh, if you are in the Vancouver area, if you're not in the Vancouver area and you just want to learn more about the whole area and all the places you must not miss, you can go on uh, Google, Spotify, Facebook, all those places, and make sure you tell uh, tell your friends and comment and let us know. It helps us get the word out, and we really appreciate that. So thanks very much, and then come back next time for more stories in Vancouver and Whistler that you must not miss. <laughs> <laughs>